Are y'all ready? Yep. Do it. <clears throat> Let's do it live. Time Mom Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary H. Bomb Livingston Butler, and this show has everything, including but not limited to a birthday celebration recap, of course. What else would you expect? Um, Halloween memories and fallout, snakes in a majorly creepy mother effing house, and so much more. Uh, joining me for this mildly spooky episode from New Brighton, Minnesota, we have the one and only Anne with the plan Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Hi, Hillary. I'm really digging the energy you're bringing today. <laughs> I got it. I got some sass. I just drank a cup of coffee. I'm ready to go. I'm a prime number now. I have an ice cold Diet Coke from the convenience station. So here we go. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Those are really mm-hmm. good. Um, and right down the way in Manshack, Texas, there's our very own veteran podcaster and Veterans Day is right around the corner. It's Michael Andrew Frizzell. Hi, Mike. Ah, good morning, Hillary. Just stealing some valor over here. That's all. That's all we're up to. <laughs> we salute you. Um, Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, as per usual, as y'all have gotten to know, we'll have some small talk, some medium talk. Tishi recommends uh, some housekeeping and how you can get involved. Um, let's start with the small talk. All right. Obviously, it's birthday recap time. I was not on last week. Um, Wait. So y'all- you had a birthday. I I did I did in fact have a birthday I know you know actually at my kickboxing class on Thursday I like wanted to tell them that my birthday was on Sunday and I was like it's too much Hillary you have to stop like I had to like (laughs) stop myself (laughs) do you get a free kick on everyone I I was like what am I expecting it's six in the morning what am I expecting him to give me it yeah exactly a t-shirt pick out the person in the class you like the least and you get one one shot there are a few actually there are a few yeah um the birthday was fun. As y'all heard last week, I got to see uh, our very own Bobby Pape, who partially paid for my <laughs> for my expensive dinner, which is very nice. Um, we, My family, Dave and the kids and I went to Boston because his mother's birthday, my mother-in-law's birthday, is two days before mine. <sighs> no, it's fine. Um, and she was Talk about 70. stolen valor. I mean, <laughs> come on, lady. Get off my spot. Get, yeah, exactly. Um, we threw a surprise party for her, which was really fun. So it was like, all we were all kind of prepping for that. And that was Saturday. But I did. Everybody was talking. Oh, it's so nice. You know, when we were there, all the relatives, you know, Dave's aunts and uncles. I'm starting to say aunt. I'm being Bostonized. Mm. It's really tough for me. I'm like aunt. But for his family, I say aunts. Um, we, um... We would be talking, oh, you know, this is so fun. What are y'all going to do for the rest of the weekend? I'm, we're so happy to see you. And I would be like, well, tomorrow's my birthday. And they're like, oh, happy birthday. And then I say, oh, no, no, no. Don't, no, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Um, but anyway, it was a really, really fun weekend. Lies. Lies. <laughs> no, this, it's like, not a big deal. <laughs> this fake, uh, this, you know, oh, modesty. No, don't worry about it. Um, but we had a really, really good time. The first two days we were there, the weather was beautiful. 
it was like how it is in Austin right now, Mike, where it's sunny and, you know, 55 mm-hmm. or 60, just like good walking around weather. And then yeah. the morning of my birthday, wah, wah, it was so shitty. It was like rainy and 40 degrees and cold. But you know what? Dave let me sleep in. He got me a, a sausage, egg and cheese on an everything bagel from Dunkin Donuts. It was everything a girl yeah. could ask for. So it was. And then we met up with Bobby. Well, OK, so first. We went into the, we dropped the kids off with my in-laws. We went into the city, but it was so rainy. I kind of wanted to walk around, but it really was just like heavy rain the whole day. So you just really couldn't walk around. Um, so we went to this bar to watch the Pats game. Go Pats. Um, and Ugh. it was great. It was like the first time I wasn't the enemy in the bar. Um, but <laughs> so we're sitting next to this girl who was super nice and she was telling us about her life. She lives in Barbados. She's Canadian, but she works for Reebok. So she has to come to Boston, which is based in Reebok is based in Boston. And so Boston is oddly like shoe, shoe company. It is. I don't know. It is. It's weird. And actually my, my sister Kristen dated a guy named Mark Fireman and his family owned Reebok. And we thought it was the coolest thing in the nineties. They didn't get married or anything, but he got my dad a pair of like pump shoes. And we were like, this is the coolest. Luckily, I think I was incarcerated or, or, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I I never had a chance to embarrass myself by wearing (laughs) fucking pumps. That's all I wanted. It's all I wanted. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) So we're talking, and then I did slip to this girl. Oh, it's it's my birthday, <laughs> and she said, "Well, we have to do shots." And I was like, "Oh, no, 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 it's okay. We don't have to do shots." I really was not like. <laughs> she was like, "No, no, we have to do shots. What kind of shots?" I'm you not want? 21. I'm. Like, I'm I know. I said, I'm. I'm 41. All I know is like I, I'm not going to say, "Oh, a buttery nipple." Like that's like the only shot I, think I have. On the top of my head. Uh, all right. So I Can was I like, get some I "Duck farts over here. <laughs> we need a round of duck farts." <laughs> So I was like, I don't, I don't know. There's one called like the birthday cake that I vaguely remember that sort of once you do the combination of sugar and lemon and whatever you like, it tastes like chocolate cake. It actually doesn't taste bad. But um, anyway, at that moment, Bobby, someone's going to have to hold your hair later. Everyone's looking at each other. (laughs) Who's on hair duty? So I made Bobby do it as well, but he was like, I only drink brown liquor. I can't do it. So I did my oh, shot, like pussy. half of his shot. <laughs> I know. Oh, um, <laughs> he still complains we... about drinking that Malort in Chicago. He still <laughs> complains about it. Get over it, Bobby. Uh, yeah. And then we went to um, Abe and Louise, which was a really, it's, I, it's weird. I like don't love steak it's that's not my favorite thing but i like all the accoutrement of steakhouses like i love a french onion mm-hmm. soup i like uh you know an iceberg you oh, know yeah. the um, wedge salad i mm-hmm. like the bread i like and i like the martinis and i got like a a very dirty martini with blue cheese olives which is oh it's so good but i really and just the vibe at one. those places is, is yeah. cool too i don't know what yeah. it is about steakhouses but you just feel like you're you're something being, you know? you're, and you're being taken care of and <laughs> right, server, right that's why we the, do it every year once a year you know because you know hey we're something look at us exactly the server was so nice she used to live in la we talked about los angeles for a little bit i'm sure bobby and dave are like oh my god shut up but we had a conversation <laughs> about our favorite places on this street in los angeles um anyway by the end of the night i'm pretty sure i was pretty drunk but it was a really really fun time um so anyway that's that's birthday recap i'm 41 now i mean whatever it's a prime number that's like the only thing that's exciting about it but it's 41 it's fine it's fine what's the next prime number i'm not i'm not a i'm not a uh, 43 43 
Yeah. Oh, well, that's coming up then quick. Then 47. So how special is it if there's another one coming up? Forty-two is the Jackie Robinson, obviously. Yeah, forty-two uh, is good if you follow Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. We know that forty-two is the answer. Oh. Forty-four is Reggie Jackson. Uh, Forty-five <laughs> is Kenny Easley. Forty-four is also um, Obama. So mm-hmm. I like that one. Four forty-six is the famous defense from the Eagles. Um, <laughs> Forty-seven I, is John Lynch. Um, I could go on. If I like numbers that are divisible. Okay. all. I like numbers that are divisible by seven. So 42, I'm kind of excited oh. about. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all birthday. We have, you know, just a few more months left for, until my half birthday. So. <laughs> oh, for fucks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> you love me. It's great. Um, all right. It's great. <laughs> all right. Here's a we need an update on the Grease Two watching party for the F, uh, Facebook group drive. And do you have any updates? I do. So last week we announced this new uh, initiative to encourage people to sign up to be a part of our Facebook group, which has been fun so far. Mm-hmm. We've had yeah. a lot of good conversations on there, uh, and we decided that once we hit 200 members on the group. We're going to have a Grease 2 watching party where we wa- all can watch and comment along. Now, once I came up with this idea, I mean, Mike didn't want to wait for 200 people. He said, can't we just do it now? Oh, I, I have to watch the movie too? Uh, yeah. It's a group project, oh. Mike. Yes. I thought this was like one of those things where this is a movie that you love and then you, no. you watch it and, no. and talk over it. No. Should I go in cold to this thing? Yes. Or should I watch yes. it? Yes. 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 How do how does one access Greece? Too? Mike, Am maybe, I gonna have to maybe, like go to some janky Russian website? <laughs> no, it's, it's on it's on like the Google Play Store for sure. I'm sure you can get okay. it from Amazon or something. Okay. It was like two ninety nine. And Mike, it stars Michelle Pfeiffer. Come on. Oh, I'm down and with Michelle pants. Pfeiffer. I and there are a lot of yes. songs about sex. I would say they're I'd double like- entendres about sex, but it's really single entendres, <laughs> frankly. Oh, uh, let's do it for our country. I didn't get that until like mm, <laughs> way too late. You know, I'm not 100% sure I didn't see Grease 2 at some point when I was trying to get with some girl. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. You know? I just have no memory of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw Dirty Dancing at least 15 times that's with just, several different that's women. Just a good, of course. Just, that's just a good movie. It just puts puts them right in a good spot. You know? <laughs> Little light abortion talk. They're real horny for stuff. <laughs> well, it ends, it ends really, really romantically and really well. Really well. Puts everyone in a good mood. All right. Well, yes. I'm, getting, I'm getting excited. Y'all, let's go. I, yeah, I, the good news is I think there's going to be a way to do it. I want to thank Listener Park who suggested the app Rabbit, which yes. is like a watching party app. I looked into it. It looks like they might be, uh, it might be defunct now, but it the guts were bought by a um, company called Cast. No, not TikTok, Cast. So I have to watch the tutorial and see if that'll work. But I think we're going to be able to come up with some way that we can all watch a stream together and comment on it. It's going to be super fun. I'm stoked. I love that movie. Mike, we could watch it together. You could see my dance moves. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. I think I should watch it in advance because I I can't just be watching it on mute and not hear the music and not... Oh, no, you you wouldn't be watching it on mute because we'll just be chatting online. We won't be talking. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It's not like a watch along. It's it's more of a um yeah, I get you. We're just ticky tack typing on. Exactly. Along yes. With yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Anything new? Love musicals. In the mailbag. Oh, man, musicals are the best. It's joy. Joy on the mm-hmm. screen. Um, it's natural. <laughs> it is. Oh, we're not going to have this discussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not now. Not now, Mike. Not now, not Mike. Now. Um, anything new in the mailbag? Let's take yeah, a look. Yeah, we got, we got a couple of uh, new uh, contributions to the mailbag. Um, uh, let's talk about Justina's email. Uh, our good friend Justina says, hi, all good job on the first two episodes for the first time ever. I'm experiencing a bit of Facebook FOMO. I don't have an account as in I've never had an account and I'm not planning on changing that, but hearing about the Tishi group does make me think about it for a moment. Then I remember that the Zuck is a big baby (laughs) who's not willing to take responsibility for what he has wrought. And I stick to principles. Sigh. I'll just be an emailer. I Mm -hmm. love your emails. Mm -hmm. It's good. Uh, She says, I wanted to pipe in on the flu shot topic. I have allergy-induced asthma, so I'm one of those people who really need to do all they can to avoid getting pneumonia. That means getting the flu shot every year and making my family get the flu shot every year. I agree that this year's shot didn't make the arm ache as much as past years, but I did have an inflammation response throughout my body to it, which was a first. Still would do again. It's better than the alternative. Uh, she says, boy, she really had a lot of thoughts about uh, the things that we covered. Yes. To add to my fragile little flower image, I also can't drink red wine. Hi, Christy, because it's a migraine <laughs> trigger for me. I mean, I guess you can drink bourbon with Bobby or Diet Coke with me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, finally, I too am a huge fan of the Coke freestyle machine. My favorite drink is a vanilla Diet Coke, but only from a fountain. The bottled stuff, Ooh. if you can find it, has the wrong flavor. Around here, Boston suburbs, the best places to find them is Five Guys and most. That's true. Five Guys has a, an unusually mm-hmm. large variety of um, soda flavors. They have caffeine-free Diet Coke, which when Whoa. I was off the caffeine, I used to drink that a lot. I like I like a caffeine free uh, Coke, and, and, the, and hardly anybody stocks it. Exactly, ever. I I mean, I always went caffeine free because I really hate feeling like I'm chained to something. Like if I don't get my caffeine by a certain mm-hmm. amount of time, then mm-hmm. I'm going to start to go into withdrawal, or it makes traveling um, a lot more difficult. Like when I couldn't find Diet Coke anywhere Mm. in Portugal, it was Uh really terrible, but slowly all the places where I used to get it have stopped stocking it. So I finally just was like, well, I guess it'll have to be caffeine for me. The market is telling us something and we're freaks. People want the caffeine. I know I had, which is crazy because it's not that much caffeine. Like there is caffeine, but it's not a crazy amount. I don't know. I guess everybody wants. I feel a lot of get. pressure at those yeah. machines. I I uh, I think Firehouse Subs is where I first uh, encountered this uh, machine, and I just felt like people were staring a hole in my back while I was. <laughs> ma- There's just too many goddamn selections. You're here. doing a suicide. Time has never passed slower than when you are standing behind a seven-year-old trying to make up their mind. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. And it's my first time with the thing or my second time. And I'm like, how many screens do I have to click through to get to the fucking 
high C and water mix I want because I just like a little bit of juice and then a lot of water. But how does how does the ice thing work? Do you set the cup down? Do you press the thing in? I don't know. Oh. And I just feel like everyone's like, oh, dude, dude, your sub's been ready for 20 minutes. Could you just <laughs> like, clear just out move from on. the fucking Coke machine? This is a high stakes situation. Yeah, I'm sweating just thinking about it. It's bad. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Justina, for that. Uh, we also had a comment on the flu shot from Mackenzie, who says, thanks to the lady scientists on the flu shot talk. All good and all informative. I've had actual influenza and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Wendy Ooh. and I got our shots last week. I hope it works this year, but I have no regrets no matter what. <laughs> get your shots, dummies. <laughs> I need to go get my shot, but I need to go some I need to go to like Randall's or you know, Walgreens or something. Cause I was at my endocrinologist last week and, and three different people asked me, Did you, have you had your flu shot? You know, cause it's like one of their standard questions, mm. you know? And, you know, uh, do you smoke or have you had your flu shot? N- no. And no, can I get the flu? I don't want to smoke, but if you could <laughs> give me the flu shot here, that would be great. And they're like, Oh, we don't have it. Cause it used to be like, I'd go to the doctor and they would ask that question yeah, and mm-hmm. say, no, give it to me. And they would just give it to you. But now I think, like all the retail spots hog up all the vaccine and it's like i don't want to make another stop i'm at the fucking doctor Mm -hmm. where where, this is where i (laughs) go to get well so go ahead and shoot me up with it and they're like oh wait we don't have it i bet you have it if you wanted it you know what i mean i bet there's a stash back there i went to when i got my mammogram as you know um chronicled on the first tea she um i did ask them when i was leaving i was like oh yeah um can i get a flu shot and she was like oh we're saving them for pregnant people and i was like okay fine. I guess <laughs> okay I'm well i'm pregnant so, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she knew that definitely i just need to go i go to target all the time i just need to go i just need to go do it I, the I'm only really, the, the only bummer is i had told rory yeah they're gonna give you like uh, you know, I'll get a gift card, but they don't do it for kids under six. And I was like, shit. Well, I would rather get it at the at a medical office mm-hmm. from a uh, a nurse in the yeah. office, you know, the, rather than just some rando at the at the CVS <laughs> up on Slaughter Lane. You know, it's like because you hear horror stories. The worst things about the flu shot to me are when they're improperly done. Yeah. It's not the vaccine yeah. itself. It's it's some moron trying to to give it to you that, that doesn't understand how how any of it works well let's not add that concern to the pool of things that people no. have. oh to sorry i'm not trying to discourage I did, people i i i did I, um i, I did direct I people the other day because they were like oh, i've never had the flu so like and i never get the flu shot and i said listen to my podcast the second episode <laughs> and it was like they explain it really well there i'm not going to explain it well they explain it really well there and they were like oh. but it's also you know me low-key trying to get everybody to listen but i was like it's not about you also it's not all about you okay (laughs) relax well i'm very lucky because they provide it free at the university they'll do like huge flu shot clinics where you go to the ballroom and they have like 30 stations set up and they jab you because they do not want influenza running through the no. 50,000 strong student population at this university no. so well, they're like, we'll give you our, our company did did the same thing there's a bartels right down the um right down in the lobby of the the building where, where my company is but that's in seattle yeah they all went downstairs and got their <laughs> where, where? Shot. once again i'm <laughs> sitting in the mountain room going Okay, well, I've just got to get ready to die then because no one wants to give me a flu shot. First, the pizza. I got to go to Randall's and I'll die of weirdness before. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Well, um, thanks everybody for responding. I thought it, I was listening um, in whole Massachusetts. First of all, I thought the episode was hilarious, but secondly, I really, I truly did find it very informative. It's the ways that like, you just know you should get it, but it's hard to explain. And mm-hmm. I, I really responded well. I thought it was great. Y'all both did such a good job. Good. Yeah. Yay, you. Um, on to slightly um, less, more frivolous things. We got a new fax. <laughs> we got it, wait, this morning, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's hot off the presses. Um, you know, at first glance, it, as Anne said, that looks slightly pornographic. <laughs> <laughs> At second glance, I think that Meredith might be right that it is a pumpkin. I think a little I small think pumpkin. So too. <laughs> but it has a very thick stem that's <laughs> sticking up, prominently <laughs> featured into a you know soft-looking, you know, shaped mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, so I think it's shadow, fun. but. <laughs> Keep them coming, guys. You know that they delight us. And it's a way to find out about how our minds work. It's, it's a real Rorschach test. <laughs> it really is a Rorschach you see test. In these things. And I love waking up to something. Like, I look at my thing and I'm like, what is, what is that? And it's like, what, what has somebody sent us? But yeah, it's delightful. I see uh, my mother talking harshly to a horse. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, uh, okay. Moving on. Last week's question of the week, who would you have lunch with? Um, I, I loved all of y'all's answers. Mine was the best, but I love all of y'all's answers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I loved, I loved how much our listeners have responded to it. It was, it was heartening to know that y'all have, it's a great topic, um, because it really makes you think what you value and what you want to know. Um, and I, I loved that people had responded well to it. Uh, I never got a chance to oh, yeah. to um, give my own, and I didn't uh, do it on the Facebook page because I was keeping my powder dry for the show. Um, there's a Hillary. You might know this name because you've you've uh, followed sports over the years, but this is a guy who mm. died several years ago, and uh, I was always fascinated with him. And he would uh, come on the radio um, to a show in Seattle. Uh, he was a national uh, college football guy and his name is Bino Cook. Um, not only is the only person that I've ever known named Bino, but he kind of looked like what I was headed toward looking like when I was um, really overweight. Uh, I think I think I would have looked like him a lot at this point in my life, but I turned it around. But um, he has all the best college football stories. He, he knows he knew all of the history of, of it. And I would just love to sit down with him and pick his brain about it because I know a lot about college basketball history but not as much about college football mm-hmm. and I would love to sit with that guy and uh, and just talk pick to him forever. Brain. He started out as like a sports information director at the University of Pittsburgh and then he ended up being like an ESPN um, staple for many, many years and, and a lot of it was because he was just a curmudgeon and that's what I aspire to. So <laughs> um, I think I could learn Pretty a lot. Pretty close. I don't yeah, know anybody uh, named Bino but I had a great uncle, Beanie. Is that close mm-hmm. enough? Oh. My grandfather yeah, yeah. had brothers who were twins, and we called them Uncle Bid and Uncle Beanie. That's cute. I had an Uncle Punk, so uh, <laughs> he was the smallest. He was about 6'4", 
250. Uh, so he was the smallest of my uncles. Um, so they called him Punk. What was his real name? Uh, I can't remember. Um, Roy, <laughs> I think. I think my grandfather's name was Roy, and I think he was Roy Jr., and they just didn't like that, so oh. they called him Punk. Oh, because my... he was the youngest and the smallest. He was the runt. You know? My uh, <laughs> great uncles, Ben and Beanie, their real names were uh, Breenolf and Friedolf. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. so then uh, Ben and Beanie that starts just rolls to make off sense. the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just looked up Beano Cook just to kind of, you know, get a picture. And I love mm-hmm. um, a man named Carol. <laughs> yes. Yeah, his real name is Carol. Yeah, I know true. that it's like a traditional... Irish name, I think, for a man, but I don't know why. I it, I shouldn't, but I'm like. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't like it because he went with <laughs> Bino. Bino. I mean, that you must you have to really not it, care for your name to just roll. His with Bino. middle name was Hoff. Like Hoff is a cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Carol Hoff. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's a good answer. And also, I I did I loved a lot of the answers um, that people gave on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, as I believe Anne probably noted, it was a lot of like cooks and actors, but it was, um, I thought it was really interesting to see like, you know, who people wanted to talk with and mm-hmm. you know, pick their brains. I think just in terms of being a funny answer, um, the question, I think it was, who do you want to have lunch with living or dead? And mm-hmm. Katie says dead current president, JK, JK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, don't bother reanimating him for it either. I could just, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, good one. <laughs> Would you have to eat fast food, or could you go somewhere a little nicer? <laughs> you have to eat fast food. You know that. Oh, that's you know sucks. that. Or go to one of his restaurants. Ugh. Um, Do you pick KFC or McDonald's? McDonald's. Yeah, me too. KFC, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I like the French fries. I mean, we get and have both. <laughs> I want to see what he has. I want to see what he's having. Okay. God. I'll have what he's having. I won't have what he's Nightmare having. Nightmare fuel. That's what, whatever <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so depressing. All right. Um, on to the question of this week. Obviously, we have to... I know the day has passed, but we need to go back forward to a couple of days. What was your best or worst Halloween costume? Who wants to go first? Mike, you go first. Okay. Um, my... Uh, I think I was about six or seven and my, my sister was in high school and she was still a little bit like um, engaged with the family and, and she was kind of crafty at the time and, and she had a pretty vivid imagination and um, she she decided that she was going to make a thermometer costume <laughs> for me. I don't know what the what the inspiration was, but I was going to be a thermometer. So she got this big piece of like uh, green... Um, Maybe she painted it green, but it was like a big piece of cardboard and she, she, she cut a long, thin strip and sort of, uh, strapped me into it and, and like put the, put the temperature and all the stuff like on, on the front. And then she, she, (laughs) she placed this costume over me. And then I remember we were like five houses down the hill from from my house and uh and I was having trouble keeping up with the other kids with my sister and my brother because they were much older than me and all the and all the other kids that were you know in the group I was having trouble keeping up because you have to remain completely upright and erect (laughs) in this costume (laughs) 
and I fell down in the Steuben Rocks driveway. Oh no! And uh, and nobody noticed because they were already a little bit ahead of me. So I was on the ground for a while in this um, in this costume because I could not get up. I was kind of like spinning around. You know how you you kick your legs and you somehow I can lurch myself up. I was spinning around like a little, you know, uh, like you're top, like you're like break dancing or something. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. I don't remember anything after that. I'm sure I didn't miss out completely. I'm sure I ripped that thing off somehow and and got got into the candy groove, you know, because that's what you do. <laughs> but uh, but that was that was definitely. Um, I mean, visually, I'm sure it was great. We didn't have pictures. We didn't have cameras back then, you know, <laughs> not like in Hillary's day when everyone seems to have a camera well, or you had she to, hands everyone a camera. You, the photographer would like put that little fabric over their head and then you had to hold the pose for stay <laughs> yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have a picture of that one, but, uh, should I, should I tell my other worst one, which I do have a picture of? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I I happen to think it was genius, but um, a lot of people like had different reactions to it. And this was when I was in college. It was in uh, 1985, and I know this because I I do have a picture, and it because it was at a college dance, and they had this guy called the Picture Man. Of and he would take a zillion pictures, <laughs> yep. and then you'd go through all the galleys or whatever, and then you'd yep. pick out the ones that you were going to pay for. And I paid for this one because it was awesome. Um, I. My costume was John F. Kennedy, and my um, my girlfriend Chris uh, was Jackie Onassis. Mm-hmm. So she had the pillbox hat and the you know lovely you know one of those like little black cocktail dress or whatever, and then I had the the nineteen sixties suit, you know, like great era for dudes yeah. in suits. Sixties, yeah. come on now, that's the best thing about Mad Men to me is the dudes just look great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm dressed in one of those suits. And then I've got a uh, a bullet hole in my forehead and just blood <laughs> oh, flowing you know, down down my forehead. And part of part of our shtick was Chris was supposed to she she isn't in the picture, but for a lot of the night I encouraged her to put her hand on the back of my head like she was holding oh, my brains in. Oh, you know. Um so again, I thought it was brilliant. It was a well-executed costume, but who knows how many people we offended. Are you allowed to do a costume like that if you're liberal? I don't know. I mean, does it make it better? Or like if I were a young Republican, if I was, you know, president of the young Republicans at the University of Washington, I think it would be worse. It would have been a worse look on me. But since a lot of people saw me at that party didn't know my politics, I think... Uh, maybe I offended some people. I feel, and I'm sorry. In uh, 34 years <laughs> later, or whatever. It is. Um, I feel like I've seen something sort of similar to that. I don't. I don't know. I maybe. What, what, what year did you say? Like 84, 83, 84, 85. Okay, 85. So that's like 22 years. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something happened in the 90s. That was similar if we'd be like, that's, it's like, you know, if it, like you couldn't, you couldn't do something like 9-11 oriented. Like I might actually kind of think it's funny at first, but you're like, that's awful. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think if it's. If it's not landing with Hillary, I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm in. No, I'm no. Trouble. I think I would probably like snicker at it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like offended. I mean, I think that's right. sort of silly to be offended by something like there's that. There's a difference between tasteless and offensive. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. 
Well, you're getting it in Slack right now, and, and I'll post it <laughs> yeah, on, the, post on the show page. Yep. You got so, to. You got to. Oh, my I, I God. The cross eyes. I think eyes. My, my girlfriend's costume was actually better than that. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she really sells the, the Jackie Onassis. <laughs> so terrible. Oh, yeah. She sells the pillbox hat. She's got it. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, and, my uh, goodness. The costume actually, just the, the bullet hole and the blood... Um, it created a little controversy among conspiracy theorists. Like, which angle did this shot come from? You know, yes, true. Because yeah, there's blood true. coming out the front of my forehead. How's that happening? Did I get shot from behind? <laughs> yeah, you're like, if you're yeah, a crossing day, the eyes I for guess. the picture really, really finishes the, the look. You're like a that, modern that, day I'm Oliver reading. I'm trying Stone. to read dead, dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, Goodness gracious. Yeah. Oh, and what one last one? Uh, I like group. I like group costumes because they're lazy. Mm. And uh, my friend John Hedegaard in college, like I think, might have been a year later. Like I didn't want to put as much thought into it, and neither did he. So we got a bunch of guys together and we went as twelve angry men. So we all just wore our, <laughs> you know, so dumb. juror suits, you know, from the sixties or fifties or whatever oh that movie God. came out. I hate high concept men. pun costumes. <laughs> 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 yeah, we didn't have to explain it to all, anyone. All you though. people who went as hanging chads, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Although there really should have been this year, it, if you'd hung around Boston for Halloween, Hillary, don't you think there would have been uh, a kid in a Sam Darnold uh, uh, <laughs> yes. uniform and like a bunch of ghosts just walking around with them? Anyway, oh. that was for the sports fans, so. Yeah, that's so. I'm done dumb. talking for uh, a while. I think I've dug it, <laughs> dug a big enough hole for myself. No. <laughs> um, and do you have any? You have any good ones? Well, I have a like a fraught relationship with with Halloween. Um, Christy and I did a Halloween show way back in the day on LRB, so I talked about it a little bit. But since we moved to Europe for most of my childhood, where in the '80s they did not do trick or treating or any of that stuff. Um, I feel like I missed out on like a huge, yeah, portion of of a childhood right. The last time I dressed up was when I was seven, because then we moved to Europe, and when we moved back when I was twelve, my mom told me on no uncertain terms that I was too big, not too oh. old, too big. Oh, because that's, I that's... I was the size of you know a regulation adult, and she was like, no, so. I had to stay at home and hand out candy and people would come to the door that I was like, that person's in college. It just felt like such an mm-hmm. injustice to me that I wasn't yeah. allowed to I think my brother participate. is still trick-or-treating with his friends. I mean. <laughs> and it's candy. You guys know how I feel about candy. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was really, it's cut me to the quick to this day. But the last... Uh, one of the last, I must have been six or seven, probably six, my mom made me a little cowgirl outfit from a little red and white kind of Western style shirt and skirt that she and her sisters had had matching outfits when they were kids. So she repurposed this for me and got me a little cowboy hat. And I think they were like black rain boots, but they were close enough to cowboy boots and uh, like a bandana. But the problem was that I think about a week before Halloween, I fell down on the front steps and mm. smacked my face. Mm. And so when Halloween came, 
I had like a dime shaped scab on the very tip of my nose. And I felt like it just ruined everything. It ruined the Mm. entire look. I had this awesome costume and nobody was going to be looking at it because I just had this giant scab right on the end of my nose. And it was very disappointing. Mm -hmm. The worst. It's like having, getting a big zit or something. You're like, this just ruins everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then by the time I I got, you know, older and out on my own and you know, I could dress up and go to parties. I didn't want to because by then I was like so self-conscious about my body doing anything yeah. that would possibly attract any more attention to myself. I was like, nope, yeah, not happening. I will just hide in the shadows. Thank you very much. So we need adult trick-or-treating. And I don't mean where you give the parents booze. No, I no, mean, no, no. Candy. <laughs> I want to go true trick-or-treating. Okay. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, I kind of feel similar, similarly and as you do to Halloween. Okay, this, you know, everybody knows that I'm a birthday brat and I'm an asshole, but I always hated Halloween because it was that my birthday was over. It, ro- it robbed your sparkle is what it did. <laughs> yes, it did. The thing that I will tell my, this is, my mom is a great mom and one thing she did, she never, like my birthdays were never Halloween parties like she there was a it was like a line of demarcation it was Hillary's birthday and then Halloween like there was never those didn't cross and I always had a birthday party not anything big but I always had a birthday party and it was never a Halloween themed one so by the time Halloween came I was like and I feel like I always got sick around Halloween maybe because I was so like amped up for my birthday that it was like I just (laughs) I just like caught it was the letdown and I was like oh I'm sick but um yeah so Halloween I think too many buttery nipples when you're seven or eight years (laughs) old. Stop, God. You're going to fucking get sick, that's for sure. You can only have like three. The the thing about, yes, it's true. Uh, The thing about my mom, though, she is. was a, is a is a great mom. I, sh- I would not call her the craftiest mom, or not crafty. She is crafty in some ways, but she's not crafty about like costumes or anything. Like, costumes? How did I pronounce that? Costumes? <laughs> <laughs> costumes? Uh, so it was always like, ugh, let's just like scrounge around for stuff. And luckily, I had older sisters, so I could wear some of their stuff. But I, I mean, for several years, I just went as like a punk, like because it was the eighties. So I would, I don't know, wear their bangle bracelets and a shirt off the shoulder or whatever. Um, and then I remember one year I wanted to be a cowgirl and we had the same idea, except I wore like, gee, I didn't have any boots, which is funny that I'm from Texas and didn't have any boots. And that's how I, I made boots out of like construction paper and like stuck them to my, <laughs> to my jeans. Oh, how cute. <laughs> and I think I wrote, God. and I was older too. Like it wasn't like I was cute and like, seven I was like 13 and awkward and chubby uh and there is a picture of me and it's real bad I had braces and you can see the like construction paper slowly like wilting (laughs) my legs um so that was probably my worst one the one memory I had the last memory of Halloween I have that like as a kid sort of I went over to my friend's house I know I was 16 years old because I know I drove over there and we were like let's just try to trick or treat and so we went door to door and they were just like no like you uh, no like you can't really? <laughs> you can't do this so yeah we were denied I think we got a couple pieces of candy but mostly they said how old are you wow. <laughs> like, and I think we said 13 and they were like you're not thir-. like we can tell you're not 13 years old damn it 
That's the difference I don't get between why Texas do that, and Minnesota, though. Because in Minnesota, yeah. you would never be like, uh, no, you don't get candy. We would just think <laughs> no. it inside, but we would still give you the candy. Yeah. No. What, what difference does it make to me? I mean, throw, throw a few That's... fun-sized candies out there, act happy for 25 seconds, and you know, don't be an Andrew Walsh and dive under the couch when the fucking <laughs> doorbell rings. It's it doesn't cost you anything been... to be nice for five fucking it's... seconds to people. Exactly. And Dave has been like... <laughs> Like it's a little old, and I'm like, just give them fucking candy. First of all, I don't want the candy yeah. staying in our house. So give them the candy. Secondly, because I always and obviously buy, like, they they need it or want it more than you know yes. life itself. Yeah. They're out there at age 19 trying to get some candy. It's like okay, well, <laughs> I wish I had a sandwich to give you too, because it seems like you're pretty desperate for some food here. Want a shot? <laughs> right, right. Well, let's see your ID. Maybe you're old enough to do some adult trick or treating. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I I also really, really, really hate um, like scary movies or haunted houses yeah. and any of that ilk. So I don't know. Halloween, and especially now with kids, Halloween seems exhausting to me. Once Halloween arrives, it's sort of fun, but it just is a lot of dressing up. And I'm I, much like my mother. I am also not crafty. So I'm like, I don't, whatever. I don't care. Just dress like I don't care. <laughs> I just get out my surfboard and I put the fin on, on Abby and <laughs> right. uh, come come to the door in a wheelchair and then people, you know, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, well, continuing with that. Oh, wait, should we read Bobby's? Should we read his? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put a button yep. on it with that depressing ass story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll read Bobby's. He uh, He had a late entry. Um, and what must have been second or third grade, I decided that I wanted to go to school as a skeleton for Halloween. Being on the low end of the Halloween costume budget spectrum, my costume consisted of a black <laughs> sweatsuit and bones made out of white tape, which actually is like not that bad of an idea. Bad. Uh, by mid-morning, the tape was starting to peel off my sweatshirt and sweatpants, and I finally went to the bathroom and just peeled it all off. I sent the rest... <laughs> I haven't read this I'm sorry, I didn't read the end of it. Oh, yeah. It's a good ending. It's so sad. I spent the rest of the day telling people I was a shadow. Yeah. Once you're down to about 70% of the bones left, you just got to peel it all off and make up a cover story for it. Um, I, I sympathize with that, too, because there were lots of costumes in the Pacific Northwest ruined by rain, rain. because it was inevitably raining on, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like 99% chance of rain. So uh, so there were a lot of costumes, well-intentioned, that, that, are, that are just ruined. Here yeah. it's always you're a ghost wearing a coat. <laughs> you're a princess wearing right. a coat. <laughs> wearing huge mittens. <laughs> how do I I'm how sorry. do I work gigantic leather gloves into this into this costume? Yeah. I don't know why. I hadn't read the last piece of it and that just like killed me. That's the saddest yeah. I'm a shadow. Yeah. I'm a shadow. <laughs> yeah, you okay, are. Okay, well that's that's a good one, Bobby. That made me laugh. Um Yep. <laughs> And continuing with Halloween uh, talk, uh, did did anybody? This is moving on to media talk. By the way, this is a little oh. subject of just Halloween oh. fallout. Anybody Dim the lights have a little any, bit? Yeah, Ooh, let's let's get serious. Did anybody have fun <laughs> Halloween plans? Did y'all do anything? What happened? Well, for the twelfth mm. year in a row, I had no trick or treaters. 
Oh. Actually, that's not tri- quite true. I had one person ring the doorbell once a few years ago, but by that time I had abandoned buying any candy. So I just didn't answer the door because what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I feel bad. You're like, here's, here's some pretzels. <laughs> it's really ten dollars it's so I'm weird sorry. because i live in this townhome development i think it's 77 homes all right together it's a target rich environment but mm-hmm. nobody comes i don't Aaron. i don't know why maybe people just know that's not the place but uh the only halloween thing that happened to me was that i stopped at the gas station to get a delicious ice cold diet cocaine. That's weird. And a couple of Tootsie Pops. And I said to the cashier oh. something like, Oh, here's my Halloween candy. I had to get something. And she says, Oh, well, here. And she pulls this bucket from behind the cash register and offers it to me. And it had um, peanut butter cups in it. And so uh-huh. I got a peanut butter cup for Halloween. Okay. I think I can top you. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's pretty hard to top, but uh, uh, I. We got two trick or treaters. Whoa! So that was, oh. I set the over under at one and a half, and and uh, it came in over at uh, two. We're we're rural. I mean, Hillary, yeah. you've been out yeah. here. It's not the the trick or treaters came in a truck. I mean, they were dispatched from a truck that was that was doing the rounds in our neighborhood, which is pretty cool. You know, I think to to stay in your own neighborhood, even even if it requires you know mom or dad to drive the truck, rather than drive to some neighborhood like yours that is just, you know, house after house and kids after kids. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it was probably pretty big rolling celebration in your, in your neck of the woods. Um, But, you know, it was, it was nice. Emily answered the door and was nice to those kids for 10 seconds. It didn't cost her anything to be nice. It didn't cost us anything to be nice. And, Mm -hmm. and frankly, with all of our discounts, the, the candy, you know, from CVS is not much. Um, but my best, uh, Halloween story this year, I was at, uh, Jersey Mike's, uh, I was coming back from my prosthetist on, uh, hey. I think it was on Halloween and Which I stopped at Jersey Mike's. Which is different from your prostatist? Prostatist, okay. I think. Okay. I'll learn to say it before I <laughs> lose another limb. Um, and I, I, I stopped by Jersey Mike's and I was at the register and the, the owner uh, was there, and he he insisted that I take some some candy from the uh, from the bowl, and I was delighted to find out that they make like bite sized Heath bars. Ooh! So I enjoyed that on my way home. I'll so, eat a good yeah. Heath bar. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Or a yeah, score. I, yeah. I had never seen one in that size because the regular size is is too much. You know? It's yeah. Too much. Oh, well. I just want a bite. <laughs> You're like, is it? What? Well, you can fold over the wrapper. It's one of those that's easy to well. just fold over the wrapper and save the rest for, you know. What's what's even there. the point of saving it? Your molars are already full with all that stuff, so you you can't keep eating it. So, uh, My banana pudding is so good because I sprinkle heath, um, like, because they oh sell the, you know, cr- the broken up heath. It's, mm-hmm. It makes it really, like, makes it excellent. There was a dude in, in prison... Um, uh, Mike Santos, this guy from Guam. They don't have good prisons in in Guam, so pretty much everything's a federal charge if they need to hold you for more than ten minutes. Dang. So I don't know what Mike was in there for, but uh, he made a hell of a banana pudding. So <laughs> whenever you got one of those shitty bananas at the Chow Hall, oh, which yeah. they all were, oh, yeah. you just you just go down to Santos and throw it on his locker, and then eventually, you know, it's gonna you're in, 
eventually your bowl is going to be on top of your locker with some banana pudding and some Nilla wafers Aww. just tucked in along the side. That's sweet. Oh, I miss prison. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody makes me banana pudding. <laughs> I'll make you some banana pudding. <laughs> I'll drop it at your door. It won't awesome. be the same as prison pudding, though. No, I know. I yeah. know. I know. It can't be. Uh, <laughs> um, my Halloween was, was fine. So two years ago, it was raining in Austin for Halloween, and I left a little bit early from work. I think I left at four, and it took me mm, two and a half hours to get home. So oh, I no. like have, it was all because everybody's leaving early, and it's raining, and I had to go up a little north to get my son and come back. It was all it was awful. So I have like PTSD a little bit from it. So I left, I think, at two thirty from work, and it took me fifteen <laughs> minutes to get home. Like I was like, I'm home now. When the sun hits uh, the midpoint in the sky, you got to start heading for home. I know. <laughs> Um, so I got home, picked up the kids. Um, my friend Christine, who basically organizes my whole life. If you ever see pictures of me on Facebook with a woman named Christine, she's awesome. And she plans everything for me. Um, she had us over for pizza and, and, um, wine, of course. And, and then we took the kids trick or treating. Now, the thing that was different this year, the weather was sunny, but it had, there was a cold snap in Austin, which I know it's like we're babies, but it really was cold. Not on Halloween, but the day before. It was really cold. Um, So Halloween ended up being chilly, but it kind of felt nice because it was like, oh, it actually sort of feels like fall weather. Yeah. But we decided to get the the kids to go on the earlier side. So we went from like 530 to 640 or 5. And our neighborhood is, is pretty, you know, it's not, it's very suburban and like where I live is not really necessarily a through street. I mean, there are some, but it's like, you have to be going there to go to a house. So it's not, you can like walk in the middle of the street. All the parents are, it's very cliche. All the parents are carrying booze of some sort and the kids are running around. Um, it was really fun. We had a good time. Um, Oh, so Bridget had picked out her costume early, which is good because she's very picky. She wanted to be Hermione. Great. She was pissed that she had to wear leggings under her dress because it really was like <laughs> she couldn't not wear them. Um, and then Rory was vacillating so much. Like he wanted to be Captain America. Then he wanted to be Spider-Man. I mean, he's the most cliche like boy that has ever lived. Um, and then he started to get into Ghostbusters because I'm such a good parent that he has already watched Ghostbusters and he's four. Um, and he wanted to be Vankman, but he wanted it too late. I looked on Amazon and nothing would deliver by Halloween. So Dave took the kids to Party City last week and Rory decided to be a soldier, which just was cute. But now I'm like, He's like really into being in the military now. And I'm like, are we raising like a MAGA kid? Like, what is like, going on? Um, he, I came downstairs this morning and he was watching a documentary about the Marines. And I'm like, first of all, how did you find this? Secondly, no, no. Um, yeah, so he's very easily influenced. But we had we had a good time. I mean, I, I do this thing with the kids. Um, I'm not trying to like limit their, you know, candy intake. But just from experience with them, they will tend to like throw up if they eat a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. I was like, y'all can have, I mean, I'm not, it's not like they can have two pieces then it's gone. But I do say like after Halloween, we're kind of done. I'll, I'll parcel some out. But if you give me your candy, I will get you a toy just because it's, it's just easier to mm-hmm. deal with. Although then I have to deal with the crap of having a toy, but um, it, they get excited about it. And like, I, I did go, th- I, we watched, um, Good Pumpkin Charlie Brown after at my friend Christine's house and I went and looked at Bridget's bag and she it was like 
a binge eater. I mean, there were so many rappers in there. I'm like, Bridget, <laughs> what you, you weren't even <laughs> yes. alone for that long. That's, that's my that's girl. That's <laughs> opportunity right there. Yeah, before inspection. I mean, and I'm not like, get, I, you know, I'm work. not going to like beat her, but I was like, dang, Bridget, how did you go through all of this so fast? I wasn't well, even. She didn't litter. That's, that's one thing. True. That's cool. It's true. It's true. But yeah, we had, we had a good time. It was a, it was a fun time. So I'm glad My it's over. My pockets would have been stuffed with all the wrappers. You know, and be <laughs> like, oh no, I only got four pieces of candy. I don't know what happened. Oh like, yeah. Oh. I have to have a chat with Bridget about how you dispose of candy wrappers properly. <laughs> Yeah, my my nephew comes to visit and he steals stuff. He steals candy, but he puts the wrappers right right oh, back. Dumbasses! What are you doing? So What's dumb. wrong with you? They're so dumb. I know. And it's, the thing is, I'm never going to be like, don't eat that. Like that's bad for you. No, I would give him anything exactly. he asked for. I would give it to him. That's always my thing with my kids. I'm like, don't lie to me. First of all, I'll figure it yeah. out. Secondly, like that makes me the what is it? It's not the crime. It's the cover up. It's the cover up. Like yeah. don't cover up. It, that's what makes you look yeah. bad. Because of course you want candy. Yeah, you're a kid. <laughs> Every fucking kid wants candy. Yes. You see candy somewhere, and you're all that's that's all you can think about is how can I get my hands on that candy. And Bridget is great. Bridget loves chocolate above all else, which is great because yeah. I do as Forgivable. well. But she's relatable. She's seven too, so she will have like chocolate all over her face. I'm like, I can tell <laughs> what she's been doing. <laughs> You're dumb. Uh, yeah, hygiene, uh, wrapper hiding. I mean, we have a lot to work on. When we lived in Switzerland, we had uh, like a planter boxes outside the bedroom windows and I had a plastic Ooh. bag that I, mm-hmm. in the bushes outside mm-hmm. the window that I would put the candy wrappers mm-hmm. in. And then when it got full, oh. I would smuggle them out of the apartment and down into the trash cans, the big trash can by the street. Smart, smart. Hey, yeah. hi- hiding stuff from your parents is, is just, it's, it's almost like instinctual. Like, yeah. um, w- one, <laughs> Our living room at some point, uh, like winter came on and, and, and the furnace kicked on and the living room started to smell a little bit. And that's when, um, all the, the peas that I had been, um, shoveling down the heater vent in the living room during various dinners, you know, they were cooking again. Oh, twice cooked peas. Twice cooked peas. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh. That was a bad discovery. My my dad, my dad, uh, all he had to do was look at me and uh, and I tried to avoid him, I think, for about, I don't know, 72 hours You're like because I was mm-hmm. sure he was going to hurt me. Um, at my parents' old house where I, my parents moved after I got to college, um, but at the house that I was raised in, the only house I lived in, it was not a big house, but we had, there were so many kids. So my parents' room was upstairs and the kids' sort of wing, if you will, was um, downstairs and like it was so far away, my parents would have to like go there to go. You know, they it, they wouldn't pass through it to go anywhere. Anyway, so there is a tried and true um, tradition and of the girls in my family of keeping um, diet coke cans with ashes in them in the drawers <laughs> of various bedrooms. <laughs> so much smoking back. Sorry, mom and dad. Yeah. So much smoking back in those rooms, and then we, people would like forget to throw them out. So it would just be like butts and like you know, a little bit of Diet Coke cans. Oh, so gross. So gross. Yeah. That's it's a tradition. Hide shit from your parents. Can't wait to find what Bridie and Rory are going to hide from me next. Halloween candy is the gateway <laughs> hiding. <Yeah. laughs> really is. 
Oh, Lordy. All right. Great Halloween. Can't wait for 2020. It's going to be on a Saturday, so who knows what that will t- that will bring. All right. Well, we picked out, um, Anne picked out a great news story that we thought we would highlight on T-She. And we had lots of Halloween stories. We thought we were going to, like, trend in this Halloween fashion. <laughs> but no, Anne found, the, like... The most disturbing story, I can't, like, I had to read it a couple of times to thoroughly understand it. Um, This lady was killed in a reptile home. Was it in a zoo? No. It was just a home filled with reptiles. I mean, they call it a reptile home. I call it a (laughs) snake house. A snake hoarder house. I would like to say I came up with three possible stories that we could talk about. Two of which were Halloween. And then you both of your own free will with no arm twisting from me (laughs) said, let's do this snake story. I read all of them. The snake one was the most thrilling because it really was like a journey because I am a notorious skimmer of articles. So like I'll read it. But I was like, wait, what? So if you read it, there is a, a former, was he a former sheriff? And he had a snake home and Benton was, County Sheriff there. Donald Munson, current sheriff. Oh my God. I don't, I don't understand. Okay. Here, and they're like, let me, let me okay. read the beginning of this. So people will know what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yes. From the Washington Post. Um, by Megan Flynn, we have to credit the reporters. The snakes lived in a small blue house in Oxford, Indiana. 140 of them in all. Mm -hmm. Indiana authorities described it as a, quote, reptile home, unquote. No one else (laughs) lived there. But Benton County Sheriff Donald Munson lived next door. Property records show he owned the reptile home, too, and owned a collection of snakes inside. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. How is it a reptile home if he owns it? I mean, don't they have to put it in one of the (laughs) reptiles' names if it's going (laughs) to... truly be a reptile home and and 140 sounds like an estimate like nobody's like right. doing a hand count that, exactly you know? suspiciously round number is what you're saying yeah right right <laughs> if you told me 147 i'd be like yeah somebody got in there you know they put on some some heavy duty uh apparel and went in there and did a real count and how do you how are you sure you haven't counted this snake already like <laughs> like god like stop moving, quit slithering, so I can count. Yeah, yeah. you guys, guys, it's count quit time. Slithering. Hold still. So it says the sheriff frequently checked on the reptiles, but on Wednesday he made a startling discovery: an eight-foot-long python wrapped around a woman's neck. The woman, identified as 36-year-old Laura Hurst, died Wednesday night after the snake apparently strangled her. <sighs> <sighs> That was her last <sighs> night at Grubhub. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's get this out of the way and say this is a terrible tragedy. It is. It right? Is. It's. I mean, what a horrible way to go. I feel so bad for her and her family. But after having established that fact, Mike, on the Takedown podcast, you guys used to do the dummy draft. Yeah. Would you say that this lady would go pretty high up in the dummy yeah, draft? Yeah, yeah. She she'd go pretty high. Um, she she mistook the stink house for a snake home. Let's just say that. Uh, but I have experience with a with a a snake person. When I was in graduate school, I the snake first person. the first girl that I dated um, down in Gainesville, um, she had a python. 
she had a snake and and I love this I'm, I'm not gonna say I love this girl I really like this girl and I, I like dating her and it was a lot of fun and um, but the problem was she lived in a pretty nice house like a rental house and I lived in a shitty little apartment that I shared with three other assholes I'm sorry one of them wasn't an asshole um, <laughs> but but so when when uh, when we spend the night it would usually be over at her place and i could just never relax because the fucking snake was in the room you Mm. know and i'm like i'm not i'm not down with this you know so i think the that that snake prevented whatever was going to happen you know between me and darcy i mean it just it's it's it it stopped everything because i was like after a few dates i was like i don't want to spend another night in the snake room so i'm sorry that snake cock blocked you peace It did. It really did. Because I thought, you know, um, I'm not even sure if the snake was a boy or a girl, but I I thought that the snake would, at some point, if I fell asleep too deeply, the snake was going to go, all right, pal. uh, I'm going to have it back all to myself. (laughs) God. Uh, I don't consider myself, like, snake-phobic. No. Uh, I'm not... No, me either. You know, me either afraid either. of snakes per se. I just think I have a healthy respect for their yeah. capabilities. Sure. They can bite you. They might not be venomous, but it's still going to hurt if you get bit. It hurts. By a snake. I've been bit by plenty of garter snakes. And yeah. then uh, they can strangle you yes. to death. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, where is the line where you can go from being like, oh, yeah, that person has a snake to. Ooh, that snake person. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. snake is fine, right? Is it when you get the second snake? Does it get weird? Oh, probably. Yeah, more? because because this girl was she she was really great. She just had a snake, which is fine. But I just don't want it in the room where I'm sleeping. So that's it. I um, just don't have a problem doubling this with an. Yeah, that, well, I have a, well, this is a whole different story. I have a problem with like swarms of anything. I mean, I know it's not, a, a bunch of snakes is not called a swarm, but any. <laughs> t- it's, call, it's called too, whatever the fuck it wants to be called because you're getting the I hell just, out of there. Yeah, but I do think maybe over two is where you really get into trouble, <laughs> especially if they're big right. ones. Like if they're little ones, I'm like, hey, whatever. It's a little one and a little. No, you know, little ones are it. actually kind of more terrifying to me because when they get out, they, move they disappear. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. in the wall. They're in the bookcase. They're mm-hmm. somewhere like that. That Python wasn't going to hide anywhere. Uh, but, but if you had little snakes and, and the cage got open and there was like five snakes that all escaped, oh, yeah, we got one of them back. I found one. Uh, the rest of them are just going to crawl out of the wall and bite me whenever they fucking have a chance I want like a serial or in the dark investigation on this because there are too many unanswered questions like why was she there what is their relationship Right. Uh, why does he have so many why did the city let this go he's a sheriff why was he not called on this there's too many questions I want to know what happened Mm-hmm. Wasn't the woman discovered by someone coming to check on the twenty snakes that they dropped off there, or something? Uh, it was no, again it was a round number, right? Himself. It was the sheriff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, my, my understanding of the story of was snakes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it just seemed like a snake kennel, you know? Like, yeah. well, yeah. I. I got to leave town for a few days. I'm going to drop off my snakes with the rest of these snakes. <laughs> How do you collect your 20 snakes out of, 
you know, like, okay, um, I think that one. Uh, stop moving, well, guys. Uh, they, they get their own individual cages. I don't think they, like, put oh, them into the play area for all the oh. snakes. I was imagining a nest of vipers myself. I was just like, okay, guys, have fun. You know, like they have play groups and stuff like they, like they do at the... It, it says the house had been renovated to accommodate the snake collection, oh, and the reptiles oh. were stored and caged properly. So it oh. seems more or less like it was on the up and up as far as a snake house goes. When you say you've renovated I mean, it uh, to make it a snake house, I, I imagine n- not cages, but just all crawl spaces, just all all <laughs> places where they can hide. Like you walk in and you're like, I don't see any. How, why do they call this a snake house? I don't know. And then you go to you go to and the dining room table like, to, drop, to drop off the Taco Bell before you leave. And then all of a sudden you get a python on top of you. Oh, I don't. It just there's. Yeah, it's it is just something I'm so not into that I don't understand it. It did seem like that they both have this love for for snakes. Um which is, you know, they're living creatures, but man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, both Hearst and Sheriff Munson were longtime snake lovers. An attorney for Hearst told the journal, the journal and Courier the snakes were even port- part of her divorce negotiations. Yes. It, yeah, they, they'd be part of my divorce negotiation, too. It's like, <laughs> I never want to see these snakes again. Goodbye. And please make sure that I'm not paying for anything involving snakes. I cannot imagine there being some sort of paragraph or clause in my divorce settlement that, you know, included distribution of the snakes. Yeah. Oh, God. And they refuse to be divided properly, too. It's like, again, they're moving all over the place. (laughs) God damn it. I had 60% of the snakes, but then 20 of them went over there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we can do this equitably. I just don't know. I do want to see, like, the blueprints for the the house accommodations. Like, you know how Emily, when y'all moved into uh, the Manshack house, how she had it all kind of, like, renovated for you to be accessible? Is it the same way? There's no Get stairs anymore. So. They can just slither up a ramp. Snake accessible. Right. <laughs> yep. Snake accessible. The ADA. Because the, they also don't Possible have legs. Possible show so title. The, <laughs> the ASA. It's ASA <laughs> Oh, it's it's wild. We'll post this um, under the link in Facebook because it is a wild, wild story. Maybe we'll separately yeah. send it to Justina so she can she can be <laughs> sure to read it. Uh, it's wild. Yeah, the thing that is just mind-boggling at the end of all this is that she put that snake around her neck on purpose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the only way it got there because she had mm. to take it out of the cage and drape it over her shoulders. And then after that, something got out of hand. Yeah. You can do that when they're not hungry. <laughs> Feed it's first. like it's like uh I've seen video of dachshunds like licking out the inside of a lion's mouth, but right after the lion is just feasted. <laughs> um but you don't want to do that when the lion is hungry. You just don't want to do that because it's just gonna have a dachshund snack. So you have to be careful when you're messing with animals about mm-hmm. their their state. What state they are in. That's a good point. It's all about order of operations. Yep. Mm -hmm. Woo hoo hoo. Yeah, I don't like that. And also, I like any sort of suffocation, really. Mm -mm. I don't don't like that. I don't like that. I don't want to die like that, please. Um, Well, RIP and 
we'll we'll keep you updated. She the autopsy autopsy is going to perform soon, so we'll see. I'm it's sure it's strangulation. They're, they're, they're putting the jury together. <laughs> She's in trouble. Your twelve angry trouble. men will be there. Yeah. 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 They'll be judging her. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Tishi Recommends. What do you got, Anne? I started watching a new TV show that I really <gasps> am enjoying. It's an ABC TV show, so it's on the regular broadcast networks, and it is called Stumptown. Uh, so it's set in Portland, Oregon, obviously. And uh, it stars Kobe Smulders, Robin from How I Met Your Mother, and I saw that. And I was yep. like, oh, I like her. Maybe I'll check it yeah. out. And then I saw also starring Jake Johnson from New Girl. And I, I thought, like ooh, now we're talking. He's great. Yeah. And then I saw that the third lead was Michael Ely. And mm-hmm. I said, yes, I'm please, in. I'm there. Yeah. I've never seen a more beautiful pair of blue eyes in my life. <laughs> yeah, they are. on that man. Yep. And uh, it's actually a good show. It's a little bit procedural, but also it has a... a like an overarching serialized component to it. So she's a, a war vet suffering from a severe PTSD who goes home to Portland to take care of her special needs brother and sort of falls into a life of private investigating. She's an alcoholic and she makes some very poor decisions, uh, <laughs> but she ends up being really good at private investigating and helping people. And I was surprised that I found myself enjoying it. And I think there's only like five episodes out so far. So it'd be really easy to catch up if anybody wants to check it out. On the, um, I've, you know, follow various TV critics on Twitter and they all seem to like it. I mean, especially for a network show. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's pretty, it's smart. And I do, I really like her a lot. I think she has the dumb name, but I really enjoy her. Um, <laughs> right. Cause I'm, I'm like, there should be an L like Cole Kobe. Okay. Kobe. Right. But, um, she, but I enjoy her and, and I, yeah, it's a good cast. Mm-hmm. I just wish they had called it Portland. Cause it's embarrassing. That name is just so embarrassing. It's like having a show Stumptown. about Seattle called Emerald city. Nobody yeah. fucking well, says that. Nobody. I think I think that's a trend yeah. in TV. I know now. it is. It totally is. Because they have it? that Bluff City one yeah. for Memphis, and then the whole Chicago yeah. franchises. And I feel like yeah. there was yeah. a show, but called they don't Emerald call it. City, they don't call it, was... it Wind, Windy City Fire, Windy City PD. They call it Chicago. <laughs> that's true. True. Well, I, I I'm going to try to tune into it because I've I've heard it's fun. So. Yeah, it's a, a little show. bit less. Um, I mean, it's definitely Applebee's for the mind, right? Yeah, but it's maybe <laughs> yes. it's like one step up from Applebee's for the mind because mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you know it's going to come out all right in the end, and you can just sit back and kind of turn your brain off and watch it. But it's got a little bit more. Well, I feel that. like the actors that are involved wouldn't get involved with anything stupid. So the mm-hmm. the name is yeah. stupid, like yeah. Patriot. That's stupid name for yeah. whatever show that is. Um, Stumptown is just such. a Stupid name. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I, have a, I have a recommends, and that is I just want to second, second the, the recommendation that Bobby had a couple weeks ago on the Gary Goldman, The Great Depression stand-up show. I, I, I finally checked it out, and it was, it was so great. I mean, um, my ex-wife used to taunt me when I was in prison saying that um, – uh, who's the guy? Uh, Craig Kilborn was having the career that I could have had if I wasn't 
you know, such a fuck up. <laughs> oh um, no, which I always, that's I mean. always disagreed. <laughs> I always disagreed with that. Yeah. I I thought that Bino Cook was having the career that um, <clears throat> I could have had a, if I wasn't such a fuck up, and my name had been Carol. But um, <laughs> Gary Goldman, you know, he he seems to be roughly my age. He might be a few years younger, but he really he is so brilliant and the way he puts together we know him from doing the state abbreviations um stand-up thing on on uh, conan and he has a couple others that are just really well put together and brilliant he's such a great writer and he went through such an awful thing and um it was so good that uh i i sat and watched it with emily and emily loved it even mm. more than i did so it's uh you know uh go for it gary goldman the great depression it's on the hbo on demand I saw your note there. It said Mike seconds GG, and I thought you were going to come out as a Gilmore Girls lover. <laughs> it is good. Um, we could do a watch along with that. Uh, it'd be as fresh <laughs> to me as Grease too. I think. I, I don't think I've seen any Gilmore Girls because I don't think. I, I think by that time I was getting, uh, I was getting ladies as regularly as I wanted, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel okay. the need to, 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 to. Sure, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, my my recommendation is less uh, like pop culture oriented and more about just a city. Um, when we were in Boston on Monday, we drove up a couple hours to go to Portland, Maine, to visit one of my girlfriends from high school, and we lived together in Los Angeles as well. And we didn't get to spend as much time as I wanted to there because we were leaving on Tuesday. But Portland, Maine is a great town. I highly recommend. It's another Portland, I guess, that we're discussing. It's it has sort of that old world charm that you want with the cobblestone streets, but and like so, it's kind of has that new. It does have that New England feel, but without. I love Boston. I really do. But it is a city that can like grind you down. This is, seems very, you know. It just is a fun, cool city. My friend did say, you know, the winters suck. I mean, that's just the way it is. But she was like, there's a communal feel where you just have to get through the winter. And as, as soon as it hits like 50 degrees, everybody is out celebrating and having a good time. The downtown is super cute. Um, so anyway, if you're ever thinking about it, Maine, uh, Portland, Maine is very, very cool. I enjoyed it. Hmm. All right. Miguel, time for housekeeping. Okay. Housekeeping. Hello. <laughs> All right. We don't have as much house to keep as, as we used to, it seems. Um, you can buy stuff from us at littleredbadwanka.com, but we don't have our any Tishi merch yet. Is is there anything in the works? Do we have we created anything iconic enough to to No. Oh. Not, not, not exactly well. on the ball with merchandise creation yeah. as a general rule, so We'll get to well, it. Listeners, if you have any ideas, you know, get at us. Um, yep. We can execute. Um, <clears throat> that's what I always say. is like I have no imagination, but I, I can execute for you. Um, you can rate us and review us. This is great. This harkens all the way back to my early days before I was a veteran podcaster when I was just like a, a – a, just in the entry phase of the journeyman phase of my podcasting. Um, <laughs> rate and review us. Leave yeah. me, leave us a shitty review because those are the fun ones, and those are the ones that we'll probably read. We'll read it on air. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, you know, I don't want to read like, "Oh, Mike is awesome, and Hillary's great, and we can't wait for her next birthday." You know, that's boring. Yeah. Mike's an asshole. Hillary, you know, who takes the pictures? Do you hand the camera to somebody? What, what people like to take pictures happen? of me? I don't know what to tell oh, you. Come I'm on, very animated come on. in the face. 
And do you say, okay, send it to, you know, Hillary? Uh, I, yes, of course. I want to see what I look like in pictures, so I do. Okay. Um, and don't forget to turn your uh, clocks back tonight. Um, I, oh, wait. That's kind of lame, isn't it? Because this won't come out till Monday. Oh, yeah. Here, I thought I was going <laughs> to provide a little public service, and now I'm oh, realizing. Yeah. Sorry. You're and I read it like I'm Ron Burgundy, so that's on me. <laughs> Hey, everybody, Fuck I hope you, that you Diego. remember to turn your clocks back. <laughs> and everybody... <laughs> Hopefully everybody has a digital phone that's connected to the internet, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it'll yeah be... it's just your oven and your microwave. Ugh. And I trust me, my husband has no idea how to do that, so every... Every time, I'm like, I'm like well, because you there. do it like twice a year, so you can't like you know. It's hard I know to, how to do it. It's not like you I know do it all the time. He never does it. Well, don't you just well, push just... clock and then put the right yes. number in and push clock yes. again? <laughs> Dave also does the thing that makes he makes me crazy. I hate when there's time left on a microwave and somebody just like oh, you know, and you just open it. You're like, oh, it's oh, done, yeah, yeah. but don't they don't clear it out? I'm like, you have to clear it uh-huh. out. I can't have 27 seconds left on. Right. It'll make me like insane. you're looking up to see if you're about to miss your program or something. It's like yes. it's oh oh seven o'clock. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I need some oh, information it makes so here. It makes me so mad. All right, <laughs> get involved. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Uh, we're still using throwyourphone.com. Bring it in. We love to hear it. Uh, join the face group. Facebook group. It's been really fun. And there was some good discussion about um, friends and other shows you maybe couldn't get into and probably will lead to a question of the week, I'm sure, about mm-hmm. popular things that you couldn't quite get into. And I am really excited about it because I don't watch Game of Thrones. So, um, <laughs> or I didn't. Um, anyway, join the Facebook group. It's really, really fun. Except you, Justina, hold strong. We believe in you. Don't join <laughs> it. Uh, um, the uh, show Twitter is at T-S-H-E-B-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. It's T-S-H-E-B-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. Why did we, we not take Tishi podcast? I don't know. Maybe we'll. <laughs> we're still we're still working the kinks out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> email us uh, tshe at ten seven ten dot com. Send us a voice memo. You know we love them. And fax Bobby your butt or your gourds or whatever at six one seven three five four eight five one three. I don't know how we sign out. What is the sign out? I feel like it's changing. I think we're all trying to figure out our own deal. Oh, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for as joining I, as in, I everybody. like to say, um, I'm sorry about this week. Uh, we'll try to do better next week. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Come find us. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> now I have the time of my life. I never felt like this before Yes, I swear It's a truth And I owe it all to you Cause I the time of my life And I owe it all to you Stand by me. We saw the red.
I'll never make it in commercial real estate if this is my attitude.